to episode 137 of Music Raygun. I'm Paul. I'm Kirk. Hey, Kirk, how are you? I'm doing. I'm ready to have some fun. Yeah, this is going to be a fun, breezy episode. Yeah. A fun topic that you came up with. Mm-hmm. Just real back to basics here. Yeah. Trios. Trios. Why Why fucking try to be cute with the shit? Yeah, what a fun idea. We could go anywhere f- from the Andrews sisters to the three tenors. <laughs> Which we actually did. But it's we nothing did but it. that. We did, we did it. It's we did. all Andrews sisters. I almost went with the Andrews sisters, but we've done them before. We've done that. I don't know yeah. how much more I have to say about them. Yeah. I, there was a bunch that I was like, I'm not going to do. Yeah. I'm not going to do De La Soul. We did Beastie Boys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I tried not to be too obvious on this Yep. Um, I uh, am sad that we discovered we should do trios, and years ago I'd given you three times dope. I almost put that on here anyway, because I don't think we've watched the video for... I think you were talking about three times dope during the pandemic era. Oh, for Funky Dividends? I, yeah, I, I don't believe No, you we've... played it because you loved the song. Did we have it in an episode? Yeah, we did. Well, okay. I, I almost put it in this episode anyway. Okay. Ultimately, I did not. Okay, yeah. Because we've... I don't know what else there is to say, but I... That's just now, like, one of my favorite... Top was... five, possibly top three favorite rap records of the 80s. That makes me so happy. It's so good. It's so fucking good. It's got a great sample. Yep. Great flow. It's lyrically funny. Yep. Um... It's just great. It's yeah. great. But yeah, three times dope, not in this episode. In a, a lot of obvious ones uh, we're not going to talk about because we don't like to be obvious. Yes. Although That's- you did say, and there'll be a teaser for this. Yeah. I didn't put in Heim uh, yeah. for another band. There's a band. Like- there's a band. And even for that band, I'm like, really? This song? <laughs> yeah. We'll get to it eventually. Yeah. But just I'm know- sure you have your reasons. Yes. But. I'll just say, I can't say without judgment, with extreme judgment and extreme prejudice, yes. this is probably the last band and song I would ever have wanted to talk about on this podcast. <laughs> I'm so... You know very well how I feel yes. about this band. Yes. But we'll get to it. We'll Beca- get to that. Because of my strong feelings, I saved it for last. <laughs> yeah, so we're going to end the episode with it. And just know that... That replaced Heim because I had Heim on. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't want to go to you and say like we're not doing this. I don't want to talk about <laughs> nope, that. Nope, got to do it. But even even before I saw it, as I did occur to me, I was like, I want to make sure Kirk realizes he didn't choose Heim because yes. you always take an opportunity to choose. I Haim. do, and I felt that I was like, you know what? It's it's too much. They're they're yeah. too good. They're 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 too. <laughs> what am I going to say about them? And I'm always yeah. have them on. So let's let's they got replaced by this one. I just had this I had this image of you in my head shooting up awake in the middle of the night <laughs> tonight after we've recorded the episode. Like, oh my god, how did I forget I am? I can't believe that. But not you, a fan. But you considered it and you said, No, not this time. <laughs> no, I'm gonna go with the shittier band. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um but that's fine. Yes. Because maybe it'll still be fun to talk about. Yes. Um I, it was actually a little harder for me. I mean, there are plenty of trios, but I think trios loom larger in my mind yes. because back in high school was when I was you know getting into classic rock. Like power trios loomed large for me. The Jimi Hendrix Experience, Cream, bands like this. Oh, interesting. I didn't, I didn't think that far back for you. In my mind, yeah. for me, this was super easy. For you, I was like, is it going to be hard because there's so many like 
three-person punk bands. And no, I, was I like, did. I, I did think of some three-person punk bands yeah. and stuff. Um, I thought of there was a band, a, a hip-hop group I had in here until the last minute. Ooh. When I realized they're not a trio because the DJ counts as a member. Oh yeah. Um, and there are we are going to talk about hip hop trios where mm-hmm. I think they're they feel like a duo, but the DJ yeah. counts as a member. Yeah. Uh, the the one who the one that I almost put in was Leaders of the New School. Oh yeah. Because yeah. I think of Buster Rhymes, yep. Dingo D, and yeah. Charlie Brown. They're and then I forgot. Oh no, they do have a fourth. Yeah, that's always a part of it. Yeah. It's like saying, like, salt and pepper. Spinderella is a part of it. Right, right. You know, you got to honor it. I tried to convince myself I could still get away with it. And here's the thing I told myself. I said, I'm going to do a Google image search. Because <laughs> in my head, every cell ball, every, like, the picture of leaders in my head is three dudes. Yeah, no, I get it. I said, I'm going to see if, if there are four dudes in most pictures of them. Mm-hmm. And indeed, there are. Okay, so you're like, well, there's like, no, go. he's, yeah, he counts. he counts. I don't even remember his name now. I don't either, but I know who you're talking about. Yeah, so yeah. so I had to replace leaders with, I replaced them with a different hip hop trio. Mm-hmm. I think it's a better choice anyway. We'll talk about it when okay, we get to it. Okay, I'm excited. Well, we're going to start with a different one of mine. Do you know the Flirts? No, I Flirts do not. Flirts are a three gal new wave pop group from the 80s. I think you'll like this. It's very like Josie Cotton. Oh, okay, okay, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a lot of fun. This is their song, Jukebox, parentheses, Don't Put Another Dime. Uh, this is, maybe I wonder if I know the chorus or something like this. this maybe you do, but yeah. this is a fun, they're a fun and flirty group. Uh, see what I did there? <laughs> <laughs> oh, this yeah. is great. Yeah, there they are. Oh. The flirts rule. Shame on me for not even knowing this. I'm really embarrassed. Does, you don't recognize it now? Not yet, no. I feel like this is like in some sort of 80s movie that I know yeah, well. Probably. Yeah. They're just going for a pizza. Oh, no, they're walking they're past walking by. Pizza. Oh, wait, they went back. I thought they went back. This is fucking great. Yep. I don't know this at all. Wow, this is amazing. Yes. You do know it now? Yeah. Yes, you know why? This is from an 80s movie. Is it? I don't know why. probably in Valley Girl Yeah, or something, something like yeah. that, yeah. Here's great. What's amazing is these three, Yeah. I'm sure they're like maybe early 20s. They look like they're 40. They look like yeah. women. Well, they, I mean, they look great. They're, wear, they're heavily made up, and yeah. I think that ages them. Yes. Um, which isn't to say that it's like bad makeup. It's just the style. Yeah. Like it's very new wave. But it's good. Super poppy though. Super poppy. Yeah. Oh, I'm not disparaging anything about this. This is uh, right in my wheelhouse. Oh, this is very good. Yeah. I, yeah, I just, I just know that. Um, yeah. Don't put another yep. Now they're going to the record store. It's, they're just hanging out and having a day in New York. They're having fun. You are right. It's Valley Girl. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's I mean, it just makes sense, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah. They had, but they have a, a bunch of hits. I, I this, this bridge this, is real weird. I know this. I know this bridge. Yeah. Oh, I never knew it was the flirts. Yeah. Perfect name for a girl group. Yeah, in the eighties. Yep. 
Like, I kind of hate this part, but I kind of love it for how I'm kind of here for it. Yeah. yeah. Uh. Now, who who do you want to who do you want to go out on a date with? Um, it's hard to choose. They're they they're all great looking, but uh, the redhead with the sort of short hair. Is I'm cool. going black hair, long hair. Well, because the black hair, long hair is the one who reminds me of like people from my hometown. Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't man. know if she's Italian, but big like hair. big hair, dark. Yeah. Um, Dark lipstick, yeah. Which makes her both appealing and unappealing to me, if you know what I mean. No, I get it. You grew up like too familiar. Yeah. I'm so glad you put this on. Yeah, I love this kind of shit. Yeah. I mean, it's super corny, but in a way that I love. And it's just big hooks. I love a pop song. Yeah, it's a you know that it's a great new wave pop song. Yeah. I also like all three are singing. They're all getting a turn. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. love when the music drops yeah. out. This is a good video, too. It's yeah. They for, really... for early 80s, it's clever. Yeah, they produced it. You got a blonde, a red, and a brunette. Yeah, it's well, it's well conceived. All the flavors. <laughs> Everything. All the Fanta girls. <laughs> <laughs> wow. They're all sick of this dude. Yeah. And they're in a pizza parlor. You know what? I'd eat that pizza. It's a New York pizza. Yeah. I mean, this is a legit pizza parlor. 100%. There's wood paneling inside. Oh, wait, this is old school. Yeah. They must have like, hey, we're going to shoot here, can we? Yeah. Wow, they just showed that guy who's who. Are they implying that he was, like, two-timing all three of them? I or think, yes. one of them and the other two girls just had their girls back? I got that they was all three. Yeah. I think oh. I like the redhead because she's got, like, a Freddy Krueger sweater on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is... So deliciously 80s. Yes. What a great way to start. Just a great trio. Uh, Name of the album is Ten Cents a Dance. I was like, oh, that's good. Who are you, the Andrew Sisters? Yeah, that's good though too. A little throwback. Yeah. I love it. Hey, how about another girl group? Of course, why not? Yeah. Let's get to the Pointer Sisters. The Pointer Sisters. The Pointer Sisters, did they have a changing lineup where they were occasionally... Nope. Four, or is it just that there were other sisters who came in and out, but it was always three? It was, or was always, it just always the same three? It was always the same. Oh, okay, I thought yes. there was there was some mix, like no, mixes. it was always three. Ruth and Nita, the other one, the other, other pointer. One. Yeah. Yes, and like we forget, like I mean, late seventies to mid eighties, they had just banger hits, yeah, just nonstop. And I think this is maybe the. First, no, no, no. You put them on because of the the NBA one, which is great. I'm so excited. The NBA one. Wasn't there an there's an NBA montage of I'm so excited? Or did I bring that? Maybe you did. I I put on Neutron Dance. You put on Neutron Dance. That's my favorite Pointer Sisters. Yes. This is this is after all that. This is probably one of their last big hits called Dare Me. Okay. And what uh, year are we talking? This is '85. So right around the time that they're on the We Are The World album. Yep. So that was 84 and like Axel Foley or Beverly Hills Cop was already done. So that was 84. Yeah. So this is like 85, maybe 86. Yeah. No, 85, 86. Yeah. There's two uh, cameos in here. One you won't know. One maybe. Okay. But it's set in a boxing ring and um, this hook is undeniable as well. <laughs> 
Okay, it's you didn't say the name of the song. Dare me. I don't know it, but I only know a few points. It's a weird song. kind of like deep cut, but yeah. a deep cut that was like number eleven. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Are they all dead now? Or is there's there one? one. There's one still in Yeah. All right, Dare Me by the Pointer Sisters. Okay. Yeah. Three pimps or just cool guys are walking into the box. Well, that's the Pointer Sisters. Oh, oh, oh they're, in, they're, they're drag kings they're in drag this. drag kings in this one. Awesome. For almost the entire video. Awesome. Yeah. Even with the got little stashes on, like yeah, gangsters. Yeah, yeah. and then there's walking through the boxing ring. Mm-hmm. This is very 80s, because boxing was big. Oh, yeah, this is cool. Yeah. Wait till you hear the chorus. You're going to be like, fuck yeah. <laughs> They're so good. They look awesome in, in drag. They look really cool good. guys, suits and hats. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so that's a guy. That's a cameo. That's the first cameo. Oh, I... I uh, He'll come the, back. Okay, yeah. This is the bigger cameo, him. Mm-hmm. That is an actual boxer? Uh, famous boxer, Mark Breland. Never heard of him. He won a gold medal in 84 for the welterweight. Oh, uh, okay. And was like a big deal. Well, here's a hook. Yeah. Yeah, it's just classic point of scissors, big hook. Little dancing, little fight. But yeah, um, yeah they rule. I think fucking love the Pointer Sisters. So good. Yeah. Yeah, Mark Breland was a big uh, Olympic one. And it's like he just won the Olympic last year and they're like, let's put them in a video. Yeah. That guy, the that guy who looks like an Italian guy, he's yeah. not Italian. Is he Steven, an athlete? No, he's an actor. Stephen Bauer from mm. Scarface. Oh, okay. Uh, Al Pacino's like best friend. Oh, okay. That is Stephen Bauer. And they just cast him just to cast him. I think they cast him just to cast him because yeah. he's a good-looking dude. He still works today. He's in like uh, he's in like uh, Better Call Saul and all that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, so far the focus is on the Olympian. Yeah, because they're like, let's just do him. Yeah, he's got he's got uh, a minute or two left in his fifteen. Yes. So oh, it's... he did. Uh, he acted a little bit too. Yeah, like he was in a movie or two. Now they're in the ring. Oh, now, they're, now they're out of drag. And yeah, they're now just, they're just like looking cool 80s. Yeah. But like, <laughs> there's not... They have such a particular like sound, the yeah. Pointer Sisters. It's funny too, because like, when this came out, I was like, oh, the Pointer Sisters, I still love them, but I'm like, they're old. They always seemed old You're to like late 20s, yeah. early 30s. They seemed old. Yeah. They seemed like women. Yeah. Yeah, no, I get that. They, yeah. Th- yeah, they have uh they have a uh what's the word I'm looking for? Maturity? Gravitas. Gravitas, yeah. yes. Yeah. Like no bullshit. They're yeah. like women. They're not like young. Because they're not cute. Yeah. Which isn't to say they're not attractive, no, they're but I just mean they're not like cutesy. They're yes. not like Yes, they're very know? womanly. Yeah. They're to be taken seriously. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Uh they're so good. This chorus was in my head for a full day. This rules. I com- I'm completely unfamiliar with this one, but yeah. it's great. It's really like, they had this hit, maybe a couple more, and then yeah. by the late 80s, they were just, it was just time had moved on. It was, yes, their, it's, their sound is very dated, yeah. which isn't, uh, which isn't a knock. No, it's just I don't a- think being dated makes something bad necessarily, but no. it's like, completely of its time. Oh, like, 100%. The uh, you know, 
midnight uh, on New Year's Eve 1990 struck and they turned into pumpkins. Right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was time. Yeah. Yeah. But there's so I mean, this cool. look is almost a parody of 80s yeah. fashion. Exactly. But they rule. Uh, you know, it's like Madonna plus Tina Turner. Yeah. And three times. Yeah. Oh, so good. This isn't even my Plus a little bit of Cyndi Lauper, too. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, they had... I think also they were like... They had big hits, but then they're like, yeah, we'll be on the love boat. We don't give a fuck. Yeah, yeah. We don't care. But also, like, their vocals are so strong, it's almost like a 70s funk. Yeah. Yeah, and with a little gospel to it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nice pull. Thank you for putting the pointers. Dare me. So I didn't go obvious uh, on this episode, I don't think, but I did go literal <laughs> because <laughs> you literally did. Because when I was trying to think of bands that are trios, one of the first ones that came to mind is Trio <laughs> from Germany. Yes, who we think of as a one-hit wonder for their very famous song "Da Da Da," yeah, which is great. I love "Da Da Da." But they're more than just da-da-da. They're more than that, guys. And what can I say about da-da-da that hasn't been said? Yeah, you're not going to play that. No, we're going to watch the. We're gonna watch not a video, not a music video, but a TV appearance they did on a show called Bananas or something like that. Oh, yeah? Where they're doing their song Boom Boom. Do you know Boom Boom? No. It's very, very similar vibe to da-da-da. Okay. Very spare, minimal. And uh, it's just them performing in, like, a white room. And the lead singer singing, the guitar player's playing guitar, and the drummer is chopping wood. So this is it from a, this reason. has got to be from a, some European show. Yeah, probably German, yeah. but I couldn't confirm. Or I could have, but I didn't bother Yeah, to. why should you? Yeah. So we'll just watch this clip. Oh, that's frightening already. Bananas, yeah. Bananas. The show's been called Bananas. Okay. I'm intrigued and scared. Yeah, I, I don't know why they have him chopping wood. I yeah. guess just because it's visually compelling. I guess it's visually compelling. I think it was a great choice. Yeah. And also because he's he's got to do it to the beat and he's like got to take it out first. And then they're like, fuck it, we don't care. This is fascinating. It's a cool song. I might like this even better than Da Da Da. I think I might too. The lead singer's got a great jacket on. Yeah, I love, I love that, jacket. that jacket. Now the, the guitar's got a Stevie Ray Vaughan thing going. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can, there is, just like with Da Da Da, they recorded this in English as well. Yeah. But I'm a purist. Yeah. I wanted us to hear it. It's like with Nina, we want Luff Balloons. Yeah, oh yes. Not, yeah, not Red Balloons, yeah. Luff Balloons. This is good, dude. Yeah. Trio is trio is more than a novelty. I think they're good. This is better than da da da. Yeah, I like this. He's also chewing gum. Yeah, he's like I don't care. Which is like such a I I don't give a fuck energy that I love it. He's like I know I'm on a show called Bananas. I don't care. Yeah, that's why they must have been like, why do you just chop wood? Yeah, just you know, kind of to just be weird. Yeah, but in a you know, wait, is that the end? (laughs) No. They just cut to... Oh. Yeah, you'll see the, there's a reveal. Oh, okay. This is great. Yeah. It's got a cool guitar riff in it. Yeah. It reminds me a little of 
uh, I love rock and roll. Oh wait, what's going uh, on? It was it was just like a paper walls oh, that they on, on that's set. Cool. Now they're tearing down the set, and there's like a old Busby Berkeley musical sort of stairway yeah. behind them. It's getting weirder. And then some weird old dude in a white suit. This is walking down the stuff. Yeah, this is just uh, weird for the sake of weird. Yep. I like that they're Euro, but it's not that Euro pop yeah. kind of. That boom bip is good. Yeah. Like, they get it. <laughs> the the just, lead singer of this band has got a great I love face. the lead singer. He's, he yeah. just looks great. Yeah, earlier we saw a freeze frame of this shot. Yes. And then the guy with the cane just froze himself. Yeah. Oh, and shit. Then all these people oh, rush the stage with balloons. That was unexpected. Yeah. Oh, and now they're doing slow motion. Slow motion. Yeah, lots of little fun things. This, this. is amazing. Yeah. This is something that you know, like, the band conceived them, and because it's German TV, they're like, sure. Yeah, it was, it was, it was, I love that that was for TV, and yeah. they made it, like, um, performance art. Yes. And yet, very charming and not pretentious the way performance yeah. art. Yeah, that was not annoying at all. Yeah. That was fun. Yeah. Trio. Wow. Trio. That was good. Boom, boom. Put boom. it on a, put it on a playlist. Enjoy. They're yep. more than da, da, da. They're better than da, 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 actually. Yeah. Yeah, so I I just want to say this next band and song isn't what I was talking about when I was saying there was an awful <laughs> no, no it, this but is, it could have been <laughs> no Mm-mm. yeah Phil Collins Genesis early right. Genesis trio Genesis <clears throat> I've not early Genesis early well, Genesis early, is basically early, a different band. early Phil Collins Genesis right right because there's three eras and yeah. I think I did this on a don't at me. Early Phil Collins is uh, better than early Genesis, uh-huh. and the worst Genesis is later Genesis when it was. Like, I can't dance Genesis. Yes, that's nineties yeah. Genesis. Yeah, nineties is terrible. That was a huge hit, though. Yes, yeah. early, early before Invisible Touch, mm-hmm. Genesis to me is outstanding. I fucking love them, and I love that the the first album. That they did when uh, Peter Gabriel left. Yeah. Do you know the name of it? I don't remember. And then there were three. Oh, okay. Which I'm like, well done. And they were. So, how do you feel, though, about way out there prog rock Peter Gabriel Genesis? How how many, like, what do you think about when you listen to The Lamb Lies Down on Broadway? Well, (laughs) I hate it. Yeah. I think I get confused, too, because. Like Salisbury Hill, that's Peter Gabriel. That's, that's Peter a, Gabriel, yeah, which I solo. really like. Yeah. Okay, so I like Peter Gabriel's solo. Yes. Early here's my here's my definition of uh, early Genesis. I saw Genesis on the Invisible Touch tour. Did you? Yes, because yeah. I was like seventeen in the right age. Yeah. But they played one of their early stuff. I think it was called In the Cage mm-hmm. or Cage or something, and it was real prog rocky. And me and another guy were just sitting there kind of like making fun of it. And one of our friends who was the real Genesis fans like, shut up, it's Cage. <laughs> so to make it even worse, he starts singing Invisible Touch in his it's ear. Cage. And he yeah. got all pissed off. <laughs> but this is really the, this is the beginning of like, hey, Peter left. Yeah. Let's hit some hits. Let's make, yeah. Let's make is, some bangers. Yeah. 
And I love early Genesis. It's really good. I don't really hate it. It's just dweeby. You know? Oh, it's so good. And it's just, it's still so weird to me that that, that band transformed so much. And and like, like, just call yourself something else. Yeah. Like, it's... <laughs> they really were just like... Even more than the Doobie Brothers. Oh, yeah. Like, 100%. Yeah. They, they, it's just such a completely different... Yeah. Type of thing. And I don't know if Peter Gabriel, if that was acrimonious or they were just like, yeah, go ahead and leave. It seems like it was fine. I don't know the story behind yeah. it. I think it's fine. I found out a fun fact this week that uh, Peter Gabriel had only one number one solo hit, which is not surprising. Mm-hmm. Sledgehammer is yeah. the one. The song that it knocked off or knocked out of the number one slot, and I don't even remember which song it was, but it was Genesis's only number one hit. Whichever one it was, Sledgehammer knocked it that off. That would the have top been. I wonder if that would have been Invisible Touch. I think it was because that was their biggest hit. Yeah, yeah, terrible song. You don't like Invisible Touch? No, but I love throwing it all away. It makes me emotional. <laughs> uh, but this, <laughs> but this is, which one did you choose? This you is misunderstanding. Yeah, so this is like a particular 80, reason you chose this. Because you like because it? this was the, because I like it. Yeah, and because this was just like. This was on all the time on rock stations. Yeah. Like all the fucking time when I was like 12 or 13. Yeah. You hear it all the time. So it's burned in my brain. It's not my favorite Genesis song, uh, but this has like a good video for it because it's just them in Los Angeles. Yeah. I have trouble remembering which ones are Genesis and which ones are Phil Collins. Yes. I think I would have thought this was a Phil Collins record. Very easily. Yeah. But that bass is kind of good. The piano's good. It's still, it's very early 80s. It's very early 80s. It's giving a little bit of Toto hold the line. Yeah, yeah. But I love, they're in LA in a pickup truck plane. And mm-hmm. then Phil is in a convertible driving around. He's not that bald yet. No, he's got, he's very skinny. He's yeah. got like the beard. Do you know the song? Oh, yeah. I was going to say. I okay. mean, it's a huge hit. It's a of course huge I know hit. it. Do you have any particular thoughts about Mike and the Mechanics? Oh, I loathe them. Yeah. They're so bad. <laughs> My roommate in college, it was his favorite band. That makes no sense. And he, like, he's my age. There's, There's two songs. Yeah. Two. <laughs> and I think it was just like he didn't know music and probably his dad liked Mike and the yeah. Mechanics. So. But I love this song. It's it's fine. It's, it's, it's very bad. Early. I think it's just... Look, I'm not the ma- the macho type. I don't value macho machismo. But I think my whole thing with Phil Collins and Genesis is my overwhelming thought is just like it's just so dickless. <laughs> like this is just the like just this is the musical equivalent of a soft penis. Wait, there's some stuff. <laughs> You're not wrong. Uh, and I'm here for soft penis music, right? right yes. uh, but uh, they have some bangers. Uh, just a job to do, which is my favorite song. <laughs> it kicks ass, but there's yeah. no video for it. But it was on Miami Vice. So this is them going through all old LA, which is fascinating. What uh, neighborhood was that? Di- they were downtown Hollywood, because and then they like drove by Trader Vic's. Wait, downtown or Hollywood? I'm sorry, I'm sorry, downtown Hollywood. And then I think they did. I think they were Little Beverly Hills. See, there's Sunset. Oh, there's Sunset. Yeah. Yeah. I wish I could recognize it enough to say like what that is I mean, now, this is like, where it is. But this is so early eighties, like all gone. Yeah, and you can just see like the smog. Oh yeah, LA has a look. Yeah, LA has a yeah, especially around this time where they're like, smog's fine, it's no big deal. <laughs> We're gonna home, make a whole movie. It's gonna be called To Live and Die in LA. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, gonna be the smoggiest thing you've I ever love seen. Love that movie so much. I also just love 
the idea that like Peter Gabriel left and they're like, well, we'll just keep going. Mm-hmm. Phil, drums and lead, go. Yeah. And you're like, and he's like, okay. And he's like, well, this is my band now. Yeah. Welcome. And it seems like uh, Mike and Tony were like, sure. Yeah. We don't care. They wanted to make some money, I guess. You know, I get what you're saying too, because they are wearing like Hawaiian shirts. And you're like, yeah, it's mm. just, it's not, it's just, it's the soundtrack to a man who not only can't get it up, but, won't, <laughs> but like keeps apologizing about it, sorry, which makes it sorry. Worse. This, yes. this, this happens. It's not even. It's not even. It doesn't happen sometimes. This happens a lot. Yeah. It happens. It happens a lot. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. But Peter Gabriel sold out too. He made big puppets. Fuck yeah. But his pop music is awesome. Nah. I like Peter Gabriel. Nah. I even like the '90s stuff. Someone, I, I was, I do this collaborative playlist thing, mm-hmm. and someone put on uh, "Digging in the Dirt." Do you remember that one from like '92 on the album "Us"? That's a good one. I forgot how good it was. Uh, maybe. Yeah. Came maybe. out before Steam, which was, I think, the bigger hit. Yeah, I didn't like Steam. Steam was a little bit... Digging yeah. in the Dirt was a little yeah. darker. Listen, but, uh, yeah. Shock the Monkey fucking rules. Shock the Monkey is awesome. Shock I like Monkey. Salisbury Hill. Salisbury Hill is good. Makes yeah. me emotional. I, I like In Your Eyes. Like, anything oh, yeah. I saw is great. Yeah. Like Red Rain. Good song. Yeah. The, yeah. the one with... Uh, Kate Bush. We showed that yeah. one. That was uh, Don't Give Up On Love. Right, yes. Yeah. yeah. Peter Gabriel's great. Peter Gabriel. So is early pre Invisible Touch Genesis. Great is a big word. I'll, I'll, <laughs> I will concede that some Phil Collins led Genesis is good. When we do our early Phil Collins Genesis pod, <laughs> it's now the pod. It's going to be the whole pod. Yeah. You'll understand. <laughs> when our topic is soft penis music. Soft, soft penis music. <laughs> Coming soon. Or okay, not. Okay, let's talk about it. You won't like this, um, I don't think, but I really wanted to talk about them. This comes under the category of one of Kurt Cobain's favorite bands. Oh, Okay. We have not left the 80s yet. Have we, Did we start in, in the 80s and stay in the 80s? Yeah. That's true. Yeah, we are still 80s. And this is also the 80s. This yeah. is the early 80s. This is a band called Marine Girls. Okay. This is a a, a another all-female trio from the UK mm-hmm. who did like really early sort of twee in like pop. Kind of stuff that, like the Vaseline's that Kurt Cobain likes oh, that you wouldn't that, think yeah. Kurt Cobain would like, but he had a real soft heart. Yeah, uh, and this is very, uh, very lo-fi. Okay, in a way that I think you won't enjoy, but that I hope you will find interesting. Well, it is two minutes and thirty-seven seconds, and so it it's is very a, Paul. Yeah, it, yes, and it is a music video. It's just it's shot. It's the Marine girls hanging around at the the theme park, riding the Ferris wheel, oh, okay. having cotton candies, I'm and that sort of thing. With a real 80s haze over it. All right. Yeah. Cherry Red. They they made like a mini movie of a bunch of videos for a bunch of their artists. Oh, okay. This was part of that video. Pillows and Prayer. Which was the name of the collect of the video that this was Oh, I get it. Okay. This feels like the 60s. Yeah. It's a throwback for sure. Even it, the way it's shot feels Because like, the footage feels old. Yeah. yeah. Wow. I yeah, I don't like it. Why is there four yeah. of them? 
Because they've got a dude hanging out with them. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And yet I go, oh, yeah, of course Cobain would like them. Because he had great taste. Sure. Yeah. Well, An eclectic taste. And, sure. Uh, he, appreci- he appreciated underground things and used his fame to I bet you, it. I guarantee you he loved early folk Genesis. <laughs> guarantee it. Actually, you know Grohl did. I bet you Grohl did. Grohl, yes. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Grohl definitely unironically loves yeah. Phil Collins. This is, the the song I do not like. This foot, The footage is fascinating. Yeah, it's a, sea, it's a, it's a seaside yeah. uh, fairground sort of a thing. Yeah. Yeah, it could be the 60s if not for their, like, Chelsea haircuts. Yes, exactly. Like, that's, that's true. not the 60s. Yeah. yeah. Also, because it's the UK, yeah. it's not that appealing of an amusement park. Yeah, there's, the there's always like, some grit. Yeah. Right? This is, yeah, there's there's stones on the beach. Yeah, it's a rocky beach. Yeah, it's not, yeah. but it's all they got. Right, <laughs> and they're here for it. Yeah, it's a nation of people who make do. Right. <laughs> oh God, there's a right called Helter Skelter. Oh, that's what the uh, that's what the song refers to. It's about the uh, roller coaster. Oh, does it? I go, yeah, yeah. He sings that. If you pay attention to the lyrics, he's talking about an amusement park. Right? Oh, okay. The Helter Skelter. He wasn't actually trying to inspire <laughs> mass murder. Mass murder. <laughs> it just happened that yeah. way. Yeah, I love this shit. It's very, it is very, very lo-fi. Yeah. Like, they're not... This could... I don't even know if they know they did a video. Yeah, no, it's just some cool footage. They're like, okay, we're just going to go to the, the yeah. pier or whatever. And, uh, and you're going to, you will shoot it and we'll yeah. put the music behind it. Whatever you do, don't look like you're having fun. Yes. That's not It's cool. not that fun. Right. So that's, you, what, that's what makes it cool. They're doing yes. a thing that is intended to be fun only. That's the only thing you should be having. It's mm-hmm. an amusement park. Yeah. But they're there being cool. It's right. ironic. It's ironic. Yeah. That makes it cool. Yeah. And guess what? That is by far not the lowest fi thing that I'm going to make you sit through. <laughs> wow. All right. Because, uh, yeah. But uh, right. that was the Marine Girls uh, who just needed to be on our podcast. Okay. No, fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. Let's change gears a little bit, though, and go hip hop. Speaking of, and we're still in the 80s here. We're very late 80s. The Jungle Brothers, the first time we're putting the Jungle Brothers on this podcast. Yeah, now I know who the Jungle Brothers are, but I'm not like super familiar. I never went, I never dove into the Jungle Brothers. I underrated rap trio. Were they native tongues? They were native tongues. So they're part of Tribe, they're part of um, uh, Leaders of the New School, all Mm -hmm. that, De La Soul. And they're fucking great. Yeah. This is from. this is from the album from 89. It's called Done by the Forces of Nature, which I played the fuck out of in, in college. Yeah. I love this song. And the whole video is just them doing like a Soul Train spoof. Okay. Yeah, it's fun. I don't think I know the song, but I might recognize it when I hear it. You might. Yeah, of, the, of all the Native Tongues posse, the Jungle Brothers are the ones I know the least. Yeah. But like, of course I know... Of them. They were like, you know, like the whole like, oh, it's the band's favorite. They were like that. Yeah. That's what the there are, there, are like. there are rappers rappers. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And people love them. Yeah. Oh, and this is called What You Waiting For. What You Waiting For. What You Waiting For. And that's Africa Bam Bam, Mike G, uh, 
guys, I can't remember the DJ's name. The DJ's on the right. Oh, that early 90s yeah. fashion. It's great. A lot of blousy shirts and pleated uh, yeah. pants. And African medallions. Yeah. Cool hats. Oh, uh, this is good. I don't know it, but it's immediately great. Yeah. I think that's Mike G. Yeah, so this is them disc dancing. You'll see a cameo in the middle of this. Just the hair and everything. This is very 89. Oh, I love the Gumby hair with the bleach blonde yeah, streak. That was uh, influenced by Kwame. Is it, you said this is 89? This actually yeah. feels ahead of its time. It feels a little 91, 92. Yeah. Unless it was... Because they came out like with some stuff in 89. Yeah. And that 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 baseline, uh, uh, um, yeah. that was um, Tupac took that too. This is great. Eighty-eight. This is eighty-eight. Wow. Yeah. Eighty-nine. Sorry. No. Okay. Eighty-nine. Yeah. But they even like early on had a house song called "Girl Out House Here." Yeah. So they were just kind of all over the place. Yeah, anything native tongues, you can't really go wrong. Yeah, it's always good. The prints on these shirts. Yes. So, oh, the polka dots. Polka dots were a thing for a minute. Loved it. It's so of its time. Yeah, they're kind of like a real good mix of like... They weren't tribe, they weren't De La Soul, but they fit in with Yeah, they fit yeah. in it, yeah. Um, yeah, I need to just sit with some Jungle Brothers albums they're great. and absorb them. You away. can just yeah. listen. It's, they only had like three albums. Yeah. And the, maybe like five. But the first two were just like unbelievable. They were amazing. It's, it's all it's this just, kind of sound. This just sits so nicely between 80s and 90s. Yep, it's a good hip-hop. It's got kind of an old-school cadence to it, but it's definitely... Yeah, it's definitely new school, too. Yeah, new school forward. Yep, there we go. Oh, it's Q-Tip. Yeah. yeah. Well, there's always crossover yeah. with the... Q-Tip shows up on fucking every... Yeah, and there's Fife. And then they're oh, done. Fife is in it, too. And that was it. They're just like, oh, we just walked by the camera, that's it. Yep. Love that. Nice, nice to see Fife show up as yeah, well. Yeah, right? But yeah, their whole... The, I, I recommend uh, Down by the Forces of Nature. That's the album yeah. that this is from. And they were so good. It's good party music. It's good party music. It's also just kind of mellow enough. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. you can definitely just vibe to it. Yeah. I love the... I love... Just these, the Soul Train line with these 1989 fashions. Yeah, and those dancers, which are great. So good. Yeah. This definitely captures a time. Oh, yeah. It's definitely <laughs> like, you go, here's 1989, and you go, yep. Yeah, yeah, wow. The whole vibe. Like, I just, I just, there were guys dressed like that in college, man. Yeah, but also, like, a lot of stuff with this style takes itself super seriously, and this video is pure fun. Yeah. Joker Brothers they are holding babies and dancing, and yep. just they, a they, good They fun get the party. assignment. Yeah, that was pure positive energy. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's talk about my pick for a hip-hop trio. Oh, okay. A couple years later, 
This is KMD. Love KMD. We Love did Peach KMD. Fuzz once. We did. This is yeah. Who Me. This is probably okay, the, yeah. the best known KMD yeah. record. They never were huge. I think the most the most interesting thing about KMD to modern audiences is one of them yeah. is Mad Villain. Oh, and also MF Doom. Same same person. I don't know who Mad Villain is. Ma- is MF Doom with with Mad Lib doing the beats. Oh, shit. You don't know the album Mad Villainy? No, I don't. Yeah. Shame on me. Well, it's, it's MF... Yes, it's, we're talking about MF Doom. Okay, yes. yes. But without the mask, without the Dr. Doom. Yes. R.I.P. Yes. We finally found out how he died. And I can't remember. What last month. Yes. It was a terrible tragedy. Yes. He had an allergic reaction to blood pressure medication. Yeah, fuck, that was right. Yeah. Yeah. Horrible. Died at the age like, of 49 like a few years ago. Trying to do the right thing of getting yeah. medication for high blood pressure. Yeah. Allergic bone. Yeah. Yeah. He died a few years ago. They didn't announce that he died until months yeah. after he died. And they didn't release the cause of death until recently. It was very tragic to yeah. But one of the greatest. Oh, but yeah. always sort of underground. Not like a household name by no. any means. And also the MF Doom persona. The whole Dr. Doom mask. Yeah. Like, it's like, ooh, who is this mysterious person? What does he look like? Well, we know because he used to be in KMD and had a much different look and a much different sound. Yes. And a much different flow, but it's awesome already. Yeah. I think I've mentioned this before. Uh, my son Theodore is a massive NF Doom fan. Does he know KMD? I showed him KF- yeah. I showed him Peach Fuzz, and he was like, what's happening? Yeah. He like, couldn't, like, he's like, what do you mean? It's the I was same like, That's person. the same dude. Yeah. He's like, what? Did he like it, though? He liked it, but he's still like MF Doom. Is like, yeah. MF Doom is like his top like three. Yeah. Um, so yeah, let's just watch the video for Who Me, which is Who about, great. it's about um, blackface, essentially. Yes. It's a critical of uh, blackface and racist stereotypes. Yeah. So it's got that consciousness. I haven't listened to this, this consciousness one in a They're not native tongues, but they like could have been. Yeah, they were yeah. kind of close. They were adjacent. They were real tight with MC Search. Right. He he, he like discovered them. Yeah, he right? discovered yeah. them. Yeah. God, I haven't seen this video since it probably was released. Do you know what that sample is from? No. The guy says is the, about talking about Little Sambo. No. From Disney's Song of the South. Of course. <laughs> of course. Oh my god. That's enough too. Yeah, it's so weird. Yeah. Looking like Dwayne Wayne or something. Yeah. It's so crazy because. He, talk about a. It's not even a 180. I don't even know what it is that. It's like difference. Peter Gabriel Genesis into Phil Collins Genesis in terms of how different. <laughs> how different, yes. Yeah. And KMD was like no joke. It wasn't like, oh, they're just like a dumb little band. No, People they, love yeah, them. Yeah. they were just a little underground too. They didn't explode, no. yeah, but that just gives them more credit. Yeah. And then that's the, uh, yeah. the costume is their logo. Yes. Which is based on, he says it in the lyrics, it's based on Doom. I can't remember his name that he went by no. when he was in KMD, but his brother. But like caricatured yes. into a blackface sort of a thing. This is also very 90s. Or is this late 80s? No, this is 92 or okay. 3 or something like that. Yeah. Wow. 
this this is just a blast from the past. I remember this video too. It's great. It's got that great part where they use a Sesame Street sample yes. to, to have a conversation with Bert. Yes. It's so there. There was he's so smart. Like he's such just a smart rapper. Yeah. Yeah. Some consciousness rap is like, hey, are you chasing trends or do you really mean it? And yeah. KMD was the real deal. Yeah. Because they were not like, not that it's for me to criticize anyone. He's about like, well, that. actually. Yeah. But it was just, it was just well done. Yes. Like Arrested Development could never. <laughs> they just came <laughs> off real preachy. Yeah. And yet I still listen to them. But yeah. Some of this was good. Yeah. But. It's just more the execution. Yeah. That beat is so... Just, yeah, just that. Yep. <laughs> what do we do? Unmistakably came in this I just, I love Sesame Street so much forever that, like... <laughs> Having a Sesame Street sample is just like I love this song. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's funny because they probably had that they would never get it now, like that clearance for that. Well, yeah. Oh, you mean well, HBO yeah. owns it. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's true. I'm sure the Children's Television Workshop was down, right? I'm like, sure back, possibly, yeah, back then. Yeah. But uh, yeah, like any Sesame Street thing is going to make me instantly yeah. endeared. To whatever you do. I'm doing. so glad you put Candy on. That's a good that's, pull. That's what I was like. Oh, I was so disappointed when I realized Leaders of the New School isn't a trio. But then I was like, oh, KMD is no. maybe even better. KMD's better. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good pull. Now let's go to a trio that I always knew you were going to pick. So I, I mean, need to. I almost, for a second, I was like, no, I'm not going to. But then I was like, yeah, I'm going to go with my heart and yeah. do Velvet DeVoe. I mean, how many... We haven't actually done a ton of BBD on no. the show. Plus, you went with a non-obvious yeah, record. I went with Thought It Was Me, which is a... It's not a deep cut. It was more of a medium hit, because... Well, it has a music video, so it must have been a single. Yeah, it was, was a it single. on your second album? No, this is the first song. Oh, this is album. like the last single This is the, the last first. single. Okay. That's correct, because it was like Poison, then it was Do, Do Me, me. Yeah. then it was Dope, Yeah. and then it was uh, Thought It Was Me. I don't oh. think I know this. And then it... This is fucking awesome. Yeah. This album, minus two songs, take those two songs out, and this is a flawless, <laughs> all fill, all, all, all killer, killer, just a little bit of filler. The two what songs. What are the two songs you don't like? They're ballads. Uh, one is called, one I do like called uh, I Need You, mm-hmm. which is the last song in the album, which is actually really good. The second one is When Will I See You Smile Again? Woof. <laughs> you know after we're done here, I'm going to go listen to When Will I See You Smile. That one, even I'm that. like, as someone who loves battles, I'm yeah. like, I, 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 I cut it out quick. Too treacly? Yeah. Too I bet they're both longer than five minutes. They're long. <laughs> this but is the album closing. You know that's like seven minutes yeah. in change. That one I like more, but uh, <laughs> When Will I See You Smile Again closes the uh, side A. Oh. And you're like, guys. Yeah. But when they just go like hard, uh, it's so good. Yeah. And this is uh, Thought It Was Me. Is it safe to assume it's all new Jack Swing other than the ballads? Is this just going to be? Yes. Okay. Yeah. And then this is them um, kind of doing spy shit again. Spy shit? Yeah. Just that's the theme of the video. video, Kind of. It's got a spy video vibe. 
But then, then this is them just like looking good, feeling yeah. good, killing it. So I'm excited to see what you think of it. So this is dope because oh, this, this was the last single, yeah. previous single. So there's a sexy girl and a security guard. Yep. Yep. So good. All of them. Now, the way, here's what I already noticed. Oh, I'm not a sports guy, yeah. but I am down for uh, hometown loyalty. Yep. Uh, Ricky's rocking a, a Phillies hat. Yeah, doesn't matter. And uh, and Ronnie's wearing an A's hat. Yeah, doesn't matter. Okay. Because also it's baseball. Baseball sucks. So... One of the reasons I also put this on, too, and Bobby's like a little cameo with Bobby. Yeah. Because they're all still friends. Right. None of them are wearing Red Sox hats. That's no. all I'm saying. That's yeah. all I'm saying. Well, they probably, they'd also probably wear the Bulls at this time, too. Because uh, Boston wasn't as good. Um, but, here you go, so. Yeah, smooth me out, Ricky. Yeah. <laughs> So, again, I know we've talked about this. Yeah. This is why I put them as a trio. This trio should not be successful. Right. On, on paper. Right, because they're the three other guys they're from the three New other Edition. other guys. Yeah. And in some ways, they're bigger just because Poison, everyone loved. Yeah. Like, <clears throat> Ralph is always, like, the voice of New Edition, and Bobby was the... Um, but Ricky can fucking sing. Ricky's underrated. Ricky is the Paul Williams of New Edition. And he is... He's the guy who... He was the other lead singer of The Temptations. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Not David Ruffin. Yes, but yes. Paul Williams can fucking sing. Well, that's what happens He's now. He's just not David Ruffin. Again, because, yeah. you know, they still do tours as New Edition and all. They all do their stuff. Yeah. Bob is a little slow. Yeah. A little out of shape. And it's, it's fucking Ricky who's Ricky, yeah. pulling through. Like, Ricky is a better singer than Ralph. But Ralph, Ralph is not has, a better singer than Ralph. Ralph <laughs> he's not a better singer than Ralph. I think Ralph's voice is better for teeny yeah. bopper music because it's such a high tenor. If you heard some of his stuff, so you would, well, no, you'd still say the same thing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like, I, I mean, I said before again, like, on yeah. paper, when they're like, yeah, Belva DeVoe's coming out with something, I was like, okay. Yeah. Good luck. And it turned out just to be unbelievably good. And uh, Biv was a rapper. Kind Who of. Knew? Right? They were not not rappers. Yeah. They were okay. But like of the new edition crew, Biv is the most hip yeah. of them. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yes. And he was the one that gave him all the style. Yeah. He was like, this is how we're going to do this. Yeah. And Ronnie's there too. And Ronnie's a great <laughs> real estate agent. Yeah, yeah. But he's, a, Ronnie Ronnie's again, the cool one. Ronnie's, Ronnie's the, the cool one that's aged the best physically. Yeah. He looks yeah. so good. But they were like, and if I'm remembering correctly, it was one of like new additions. Any heartbreak had come out, they were huge. Yeah. It was a huge thing. They finished the tour, and Ralph's like, "Well, it's about time I do my solo." John is like, "I'm doing my solo," and apparently, Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis was like, "You three better do something." Yeah, so like, you don't get buried. Yeah, like you gotta come up. You gotta come up with your own thing. You're gonna get lost. Yeah, and so they're like, "Shit, we really should." And it completely outshines. It really kind of did. Yeah. You know, 
No one like I said, because as a Zenio, I was aware of Belle Biv DeVoe way before I knew what New Edition was. Yeah, I didn't know funny. what New Edition was until 96 when they reunited. Yeah. And it was a big deal. And I'm like, who, what? <laughs> who, who's reunited? Yeah. Wait, Belle DeVoe? The guys from Belle Biv DeVoe group? were in another group? That's... And Bobby Brown was in that group? Like, that doesn't... Which is That's, even more interesting because, like, for you... Yeah. Uh, Ralph and Johnny are the kind of lesser ones because you just don't know them as well. Right. Yeah. I mean, I discovered them as I like dove into New Edition as an adult. Yeah. Just a music fan. But I, I don't think I'm alone. I think there are other Xennials who are not tuned into music who don't, who don't, who have never heard of New Edition. Yeah. But they definitely know Poison by Bell Yeah. DeVoe. 100%. Like, yeah. 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 And that was, I mean, that was great. Yeah. I love that video. I love, I love New Jack Swing dancing specifically. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. <laughs> I love overalls in in hip hop fashion. Overalls with no shirt. Fuck yeah! yeah. Awesome. Give it to me. Awesome. Yeah. I mean, it was. It doesn't hit as hard as Poison. It's not as iconic. no. It's it not. There's a little like, more lower key. Or even, or even do me. Yeah. But it's a good. It's a good single. It was a good fourth. It's a good fourth single. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll always unironically love Bill Bibby. Yeah. And honestly, like one of the first pop music groups I was aware of, like I've said, I have a distinct memory of being in like first grade and being aware of Bill Bibby. That's like, so crazy it's like new kids in Belle Biv DeVoe or something That's the first so pop music great. I was even aware of yeah so like Belle Biv DeVoe is just very nostalgic yeah. for me I mean you know they got they got name checked by a Tribe Coke Western Award tour yeah yeah that's and they're big yeah BBD he's got BBD all out on his bedroom, bedroom walls and, above room and, and this is how I ball pretty little something in New York Street this you know it over this I could do the whole thing yeah uh, <laughs> okay uh you put the last band we're going to talk about on here, so I had to counter with something you'll hate that I love. <laughs> Just to make it equal. Yeah, but this is a band I've had on the show before. This is Beat Happening. I swear this sounds very familiar. Yeah, this is when I said that the Marine Girls are not the lowest Phi thing mm-hmm. we're going to hear. Beat Happening is possibly the lowest Phi <laughs> thing in history. Very famous band in certain circles. Uh, they're from Olympia, Washington. Okay. Uh, and came out in the 80s. Olympia was basically central to Riot Girl. Okay, yeah, in, yeah. In the uh, early 90s, because that's where, I think it's Evergreen College, which is where, like, Bikini Kill formed, and uh, and and Bratmobile and all these Riot Girl bands were sort of from the Olympia scene, which mm-hmm. is adjacent to the Seattle scene, and so is grunge-related. Okay. Um you know, like uh, um, Toby Vile from Sleater Kinney was in Bikini oh, Kill and okay. was Kurt Cobain's girlfriend. So he was sort of in Olympia sometimes. This predates all that. And uh, uh, the lead singer of this band also started K Records, which is like an iconic indie label. Oh, okay. Um, I just said all that to be a music nerd and say sure. what I know about the band. Be that's, that's why we're here. This is this is a performance from like local cable access television. It looks like, uh-huh. which is perfect for them, <laughs> of course. On brand, yes. This is their song "Black Candy," mm-hmm. and uh, I guess that's all the introduction. Okay, I to. 
and you'll hate it. But I love it. <laughs> I like the name, and I like the name of the song. Yeah. Oh, I can already tell I'm not going to like this. This is not started. Oh, God. Jesus Christ, this is so lo-fi already. The, 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 you're going to love the drumming, though. <laughs> the drumming is so awesome. There's no bass. Um, no, there's a guitar and a dude with... Uh, a snare and the... Two drums. Like yeah. A snare and a tom. Yeah. What year is this, you think? 88. Okay. Title track from the album Black. Wow. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Let's not even try. Let's not put effort in. That's un- unfair. I mean, come on. Come on. I'm not saying that yeah. that's a wrong take, but there's minimal effort going on here. Be- the effort is in the non-effort be, be, think like a Taoist not doing is doing I don't think they're, they're I don't think they're his non-action like is, is the greatest action I'm not saying perform some dance moves I'm saying give me something it, they are giving you coolness that is definitively so not cool, cool. This is so... There's, this it is, doesn't get cooler this is than this. Not cool. This is pure rock and roll. This is not rock and roll. <laughs> this is three douchebags on stage not no. caring. Look at that drummer. He does not care. I love the, his ocean spray. <laughs> no joke? The ocean spray is the best part of this band. <laughs> I would kill for that. Ocean spray that t-shirt is fucking money. The ocean spray logo is a great... I mean, I hate to sell out and talk about corporate logos, but... Ocean Spray is iconic. Well, we can say it. Their yeah. juice sucks, but that shirt is great. <laughs> um, there's more effort being put into the Cable Access cameraman than these guys. Calvin's got a great baritone. He's a legend in indie rock. I mean, now, Beat Happening is a hugely influential now, band. You like this, but you yes. don't like the Violet Femmes. I love the Violet you love Femmes. The Violet what are you Femmes. talking about? No, Violet Femmes almost ended up on this episode. That's why I was I curious. thought it was a little too obvious. I went with Beat Happening. Instead. Okay. Yeah. That's maybe why I thought you didn't like them, because I thought for sure Violet Femmes, because I like the Violet Femmes. Yeah. Because they try. So does so does Beat Happening. They're doing a very specific thing. Not trying. <laughs> trying is lame. Said no one ever. <laughs> this rules. I don't know what you're talking about. I can't about. even say that it sucks because there's just nothing there. They're achieving what they set out to achieve. I mean, if they're, yeah, they're achieving not to try. Mission accomplished. <laughs> if they weren't going to try, they wouldn't do it at all. <laughs> I mean, if they yeah. weren't going to try, they wouldn't have like five legendary albums. <laughs> is this their first? No, Black Candy is. Because is, they look super later. young. Yeah, uh, I think their first album came out in 84, 85. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, there's Self-Titled, there's Jamboree, there's Black Candy. Is it just three albums and then a compilation? I'm not entirely sure. I can't remember. But yeah, that was Beat Happening. Wow. Performing live. <laughs> I love the drum in that. Like, I think this is the closest. Do you remember the Gories from our Detroit yes. episode? Where they, yes. They similarly had... 
a super lo-fi. Yeah. But it was a little bit more rock and roll. Now, yeah. wouldn't you just call this shoegazing? No. Shoegaze is a very specific, like, fuzzy electric guitars. Okay. Uh, that's fair. It's a very specific subgenre. Okay. This isn't shoegaze. All right. Fair uh, enough. Yeah. I would know. Yeah. But um, it is awesome. <laughs> I'll tell you what's awesome, Paul. I was, you know, I almost, I almost reversed, I, I almost had Beat Happening come last as a palate cleanser for what we were going to talk about, but that would have been too selfish. A and palate I think, cleanser? <laughs> well, it to, would have been To have palate. a palate cleanser, right. we have to have something to right. it. It's like calling water a palate cleanser. Sometimes less is more. Sometimes less, less is, less is less. more. And sometimes less is nothing. That's the beat happening. But now we're going to bring it up with Sublime. So is this one of those things you're going to admit to me you actually like this song? Oh, I like this song. Oh, you do? Okay. I do like this song. I thought you were going to say, like, this is shit, but, <laughs> no, <laughs> but I wanted to talk I about like it. I like this song. Reason. Literally, yeah. I, I didn't put this on to troll you. I put it on because I thought I, thought, I didn't know Sublime was a, a trio. Oh, yeah. I thought yeah, there yeah. were like five guys in it. Nope, definitely a trio. I had no idea. Bradley, Noel, and the two other the two other bags. Yeah. And so when I was like, oh my God, they're a trio. I was like, well, fuck it. I'm taking <laughs> off Heim and I'm putting on Sublime. We've never had Sublime on the show, no. but I've mentioned them many times as maybe my most reviled band of all time. I can and, understand And why. my older brother's favorite band. Other than maybe Dave Matthews' band. I mean, I know two songs. No, you know three. I know this one, what yeah. I got, which I actually genuinely like. Because they're big breakout hits. Yeah. yeah. The other one is like, Summertime in the Living Z. Is that them? No. That, well, that's Is that someone summertime. else? I don't know which one you're thinking of. This you know Santeria. Remember Santeria? I think so. That sounds familiar. And uh, they had a bunch of hits off of this album. Um but they had an, an, an this is from their self-titled album, which came out right before or right after Bradley Knoll died. Yeah. And proved that not all heroin overdoses <laughs> are tragedies. Wow. Uh, <laughs> is, is their other big hit Doing Time? I don't think Doing Time was a huge hit. I know Santeria. I do that. Santeria was a pretty big what hit. What I got, I know. I don't think I know anything else. Yeah, you do. What's the other single off of this uh, album? But then they, you know, off of, they had an album that like, their true fans is the classic, which is called 40 Ounces to Freedom, which has like Smoke Two Joints on it. Yeah, that I don't know. You know Smoke Two Joints? I don't know those, no. Oh, no? No. They did a a cover of, actually, they did a cover of, like, I Hate Sublime. Yeah. And I Hate The Grateful Dead. Uh, Yeah. But they do a cover of a Grateful Dead song that I don't hate, which is Scarlet Begonias. I don't know it. So. Yeah, you don't know. That. Yeah, you probably wouldn't like it. Probably not. Uh, but I like what I got. What I got was a huge hit. Huge. I always hated it. <laughs> I I always liked. Wrong it. way is the other. Okay, one. Okay, I think I know. What you're yeah, about. wrong way. Yeah, yeah. But I um, I'm down with what I got. I have no problem with it. All their other stuff, I I'm not even gonna I'm not even gonna dive deep into Sublime. Yeah, I'm just gonna listen to this one song. It makes sense to me. It's got that sort of G Love vibe yes. to it. That it's, I, that I know why you like yeah. it. It's also a little frat broy, definitely. Which I have a little bit in me. There's a lyric in it that might be my most hated lyric of all time. It's not the whole reason I don't like this, but boy, does it go up a mile sideways every time I hear it. 
And if you don't know what I'm talking about, I'll point it out when we get to it. Is it, I don't mind when my dog runs away? No. Okay. No. Then I don't know. Let's hear yeah, it. Yeah, he, he had a dog named Louie who, who features in the video quite a yeah, bit. Yeah, it is very G-Love because you don't like G-Love either. Shittier though. Yeah. No, I like G-Love fine, but it... I think maybe I saw this video and I was like, oh, here's the band. There's yeah. like... All of them? Yeah. No, they're not a crew. I did not know they were a trio. Yeah. Literally did not know the trio until about a week ago. This is just that late 90s yes, it douchebag is. anthem. Yep. Because you put it all in your arm. And you <laughs> wow. He like got addicted to heroin on purpose because he thought it would make him an artist or something. I don't know. Just... At least he tried. <laughs> but you're saying you're 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 comparing <laughs> Sublime to Beat Happening yes. in order to take down Beat Happening. Yes. I love this. I love this hook. It's good. I, I'm not a fan of this. Like I'm like boy, I would never hang with them. No, I want to beat them to death with their but own I would skateboards. Absolutely. They're like Long Beach guys, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Here's here's another reason why um, I put this on. You know what Anne calls them? What? Sublime. Sublime. She, for some reason, she can't say... Uh, sublime. Uh, she can't yeah. say sublime, so she calls them sublime. Sublime. Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm going to call them that from now on. Under, underline. Right. Sublime. Sublime. Yeah. So you were like 13 when this came out? I, well, I, uh, I was a freshman. Okay. Yeah, I would have been like 14. And, and, and I'm going to guess that everyone loved the song and you're like, fuck this. Yeah, basically. Yeah. It was this and uh, the Third Eye Blind song. Oh. Which were two huge hits that everyone loved that I, I love always that song were like, too. I hate this. Yeah. Yeah. Love that song too. Down with it. Yeah, let's get a little scratching in. I'll at least admit that, like, the Third Eye Blind song I completely hate on its own musical merits. Mm-hmm. This song, I do not like the song, but I also love, like, just the whole laid-back douchebag vibe <laughs> of it. And the band. And, yeah. like, plays into how much. I just hate Sublime so much. I, looking at the video, yeah. I can appreciate your hatred. Yeah. I understand it. Yeah. Like, I don't want to, like, hang. Yeah. This is not a fun hang, but I love this song. I'm down for the song. Uh, I am, I am, I am thoroughly and unreservedly glad that he's dead. <laughs> I, <laughs> like, he just did it to himself. Good. By the way, I'm saying this as a, there's a picture of him with his child. Yeah. His infant son. So enjoy that. Uh, <laughs> I think we, we talked over the lyric I hate, which is, Love's what I got, don't start a riot. <laughs> Fuck you. I mean, <laughs> is it any worse than taxes and faxes? What's that from? That's from uh, Take the Money and Run by the Steve oh. Miller band. Yeah, no, it, because you're mispronouncing the word to fit the yeah, rhyme. like El Paso and Hassle. Yeah, <laughs> no, but that's just, that happens all the time in lyrics is a word that's not quite a rhyme. And I don't know what the poetic term for that sort of non-rhyme yeah. is. This is something else. <laughs> Love's what I got. Don't start a riot. I want to beat you, wow. with, so, beat you with your own skateboard. So you, you can't have artistic freedom with words is what we're learning from Paul. Yeah, you can, but what you do with that can <laughs> suck. Sure. <laughs> it ain't great. Yeah. But I'm still here yeah. for it. 
Okay. So I'll, I listen to this all the time. What are, what are your like memories? Of, what were you doing when this came out? I just LA moved to California yeah. probably. If this was... Yeah. Mid-20s? Yeah, mid-20s. So was, Too old to like supply. <laughs> yeah, but I was like, oh, but it was on the radio. I was like, oh, this is good. Yeah. I like it. And, but never thought to delve into anymore because it was just like, oh, these guys are a one-hit wonder and that'll be that. Yeah, I... I think, you know, my, my brother... I associate this band so much with my brother. Yeah. I don't dislike them because he liked them. But my brother has shitty taste in music. <laughs> but his shitty taste in music also revolved a lot around the fact that he and his boys were potheads. Mm-hmm. Which is what Sublime is all about. Yeah. I think if you ask him now, he's like, yeah, I don't care about Sublime anymore. I think yeah. he still likes DMB. Oh, okay. Um, but I think... His love of Sublime was a teenage pothead's love of Sublime, which is, if you're not a teenage pothead and you like Sublime, what are you doing? Like, that's the, and, and, and I mean, like, not just liking the song, yeah. but I mean, like, having the lifestyle of being a Sublime fan, which you are not. Yeah. Uh, is that. Like, he also liked 311, if you remember 311. Oh, God, 311. Which was another very pot-centric. Woof. Bands. I've not thought about them in ages. In fact, I think the name, the 311, much like 187, was the code yeah. for murder. 311 was like the police code for marijuana possession, oh. something like that, right? Th- I think how cool yeah. we are. Uh, so, yeah, just, it's not just that Sublime's music is terrible, which it is, but the whole culture of the band to me mm-hmm. sucks. I can I can see the hatred for the culture. Right, just like fish. Like the music oh. sucks and the culture fish surrounding it sucks. Yeah, fish is awful. Kind of the same thing. But uh, what I got, I'll, I'll I'll stand by what I got. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I get it. Like I said, it's it's not the most offensive thing they did to me. I get why it was a big pop hit. Yeah. I get why you like it. It is that kind of G lovey. Oh yeah, thing. it's got the G love. It's got it's a little. They're fun. both on the same continuum, but yeah. G-Love for me is just enough on this side of the line that I kind of like it. He's a little more on the side of the righteous. Yeah, that's right. I get you. Like, he's from Philly, right? Yeah, he's from Philly. Yeah. He rocks Philly hard. As opposed to being from fucking Long Beach. Long Beach. Beach. (laughs) I mean, even though Snoop came from Long Beach. Yeah, but it's different because that's hip-hop. It's a different... Again, we're talking about different cultures. Hang on. Yeah. This is (laughs) hip-hop. That's, right. That's what drives me nuts about it too. Is the way that it, yeah. this this is hip hop. Somewhere, someone at some point said their favorite rapper was Bradley. A hundred percent, that happened. Yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah, but we had to end on it because I don't know where do you go from here. Where do you you can't, don't go anywhere. Can't go anywhere We've from ended here. trios from yeah. here. <laughs> of all the iconic, that's why I said the email that I sent to you was are you, like. I'm not going to say we're not, we can't do Sublime, but are you sure you don't want to talk yes. about Hyam? No. You'd rather talk about Sublime? I'd rather, talk, I'd rather end the trio episode with Sublime than Hyam. Even though I love Sublime, not Hyam. Sublime, not Hyam. Yeah. Even though I love them. Kim, I'm not going to make you promise never to have Sublime on the show, but I really hope that that's a one and done. Dude, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. You're not, gonna, you're not gonna show up with Santeria for no. And now that I know, I know it, and I think I'm fine with that song. Yeah. But this is a song I genuinely like. So this will okay. be this. We've 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 finished with Sublime. Look, it's music, Raygun. We all music is relevant. Is is under the umbrella yes. of we, what we talk about. Yes. We love we love stuff. We hate stuff. That's yeah. the show. Yeah. 
So uh, uh, that's why I put beat happening in there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> See, we both got things. But that was a great topic. That was awesome. Uh, and uh, we should do it again. We'll do t- duos. We We're going to do, do duos. Trios yeah. two. Trios two. We could. There's so many trios too. We could. Yeah. yeah. But definitely got to do duos. And that was fun. Do. Yeah. But that's the end of this episode of Music Raygun. I've been your host, Paul. I'm Kirk. Until next time. See ya. Yeah.